What it do, EHA? Uh, we got another episode of Wolf and Wells showing up. Uh, another the barn burner we got on store here. We've also got some really talented and amazing individuals joining us today for another discussion. Uh, looking forward to this. I'm a little under the weather, but I'm going to do the best I can and everything with it. And uh, I'm ready to have some fun with this. Uh, we got JC Hill with us. We got Dirty Dan Larson. We got Sean Navar with us. And of course, my partner in crime, Wolfman. What's going on, dude? Yo. <laughs> Let's do it. Now, I'll tell you, Wales is such a warrior. He's got COVID and he still wants to do this show with us, which is amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, thanks, Wales. For no, the, the, the whole house has COVID. I was just the last domino to fall. So <laughs> it is what it is. We'll be OK. And uh, like I said, I, I wanted to do this. We've had some uh, requests on it because it's been a couple of weeks since our last discussion, which was amazing. And um I'm just ready to just make me feel better. So I'm, I'm ready to hop in the saddle. All right. So our topic today is the worst video games of all time, going all the way back to the Atari 2600 and all the way up through the PS4. And I have a list of 30 some odd games in front of me. And I think it would be fun to kind of go around and each get a turn to take a crack at what's on the list. You know, Wales has his machine up and ready. So if you guys want to see any of these uh, turds on fire, you could uh, fire it up and we could laugh at, you know, the game. Or maybe we'll disagree with what the veteran game writers, you know, the games that they put on this list. So I agree with a lot of them, but some there's a few I disagreed with and there's a couple I never heard of. So it should be interesting to see what. Together, our knowledge base coming together and see if we could uh, see if we could crack this list here. So I don't care who goes first, but let, let's go around the horn for a little bit and then we could kind of get into our own little discussion on worst games. What do you say? Let's start with JC. Oh, Based man. If, if I got to thank one, uh, I, I'm one of those people who's going to go to NES first. Mm -hmm. I probably won't start back. Probably Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, yes, that is on the list. 1988, yeah. the Nintendo Entertainment System. And if you've ever seen Angry Video Game Nerd, he does an <laughs> awesome <laughs> episode yeah. on why that game is a disaster. Oh. Where's money I've ever, where's money my mother ever spent on me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hated that game. <laughs> it's, just, um, it's that Christmas present that you want to just be like, oh, yay. Oh, man. Did they not see Tecmo Bowl sitting next to it? Really? <laughs> yeah, right? it, was, it was the only game left. Your parents felt <laughs> like, they're, like, they're like, dude, there's like no games left. You're like, this one looks cool, box art, but there's like, it's the only game and there's like eight hey, of them there. And like, hey, oh, but it's Toys R Us and, and there are no slips and they don't know to ask for, hey, you got slips for this one? Yeah. This is the only one we got. It's the, and, oh. and it's the floor model. Do you really want it? Yeah, it's Christmas. We got to give it today, right? Exactly. I just had a little wolf come down and try to get on our show. Do you see that? Oh. <laughs> wolf comes. We do it live. What happens, happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Dan, what do, you, what do you say, my man? Hey, since we touched on it last time um, in the last Wolf and Whales, I got to talk about Street Fighter EX. That game is hot garbage. <laughs> any, of the, any of them. I don't even care. Like any of the, the Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter EX, any of those, garbage. Wow. Could you uh, now that that's not on the list, but I value your opinion as a gamer. So do you want to elaborate why to you that's so, not like a mess? OK, so so when it comes to for fighting games in particular, um, you want responsiveness. You want to have kind of a, um, a feel like you're in control of something. Um, I can tell you it doesn't matter which version of Street Fighter EX you're playing. It feels like you're um, you're piloting like one of those Macy's Day floats. You know what I'm saying? Those like balloon float things, the, the big balloons. That's what it feels like. Like you, you jump and they're doing this and then they're moving down, right? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that is not a fighting game for me. If I wanted to play something like that, I mean, it's 
So, and then you're like, all right, let's shoot a fireball, right? And I remember having those fireball battles in 2D, right? You know, just, Hadouken, Hadouken, just back and forth. Like, who's going to make the mistake first? This one is like, it's almost like going backwards. It's so slow. It's like, wait, is time going backwards? I don't know. And then you, you make the mistake. You make the mistake of accidentally jumping at the wrong time. And you're just like, all right, I'm, let me sit in the air for another five seconds before I even hit the ground again. Oh, by the way, hey, thanks for doing that uppercut right in my groin. So, I don't know. This that game was not enjoyable at all any of them i tried because that was right when they were doing that shift to 3d you know like 3d fighting and virtual fighter had figured it out like i don't know how virtual fighter figured it out way before street fighter ex like they they had they had a good like base to look at and go oh virtual fighters figured this out let's figure that out. no they instead decided to um fill them with you know fill their characters with like Botox got them all swelled up all weird and then also injected them with helium. That's what it felt like playing a fighting game like Botox stretched helium fighters. And I'm like, no, this is not enjoyable at all. No matter how many times you remake this game, garbage. He's well, right, yeah, man. That was one of the things I would say it was, it was a horrible game is switching Street Fighter from a 2D to a 3D game because at the time you had, as we talked, Battle Arena Toshin and right. Uh, right. Bloody Roar. We had War Gods. We had all these games start coming out that were Gosh. 3D. And Street Fighter was never meant to be a 3D game. <laughs> no. You can, and you can look at the, <clears throat> the same thing with Mortal Kombat. The first three were 2Ds, and the four was, again, they just hit it on top. They're like, oh, we'll do a 3D one. And let's be honest, it's not the most popular one or played one. <clears throat> oh, I remember fact. that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> oh, I, I remember, but was it? It was like um, I think my sophomore year of college, '95. My freshman year, uh, my sophomore year of college, uh, Tekken Two was out then, oh. and it was it was in comparison to that. That was that they were trying to compete with them, at least in the arcades where I'm from. Um, yeah. And and you couldn't, not with that game. It just didn't yeah, work. No, <clears throat> no. For Tekken 1 and 2 stayed good with 2D. And then, of course, Tekken 3, they mashed it. That's yeah. still to this day. I'll play Tekken 3 today. Just, it's a phenomenal game. But, yeah, Dan's right. I mean, that's Street Fighter, especially being that franchise and that popular, really dropped the ball um, on that game. So Dropped both balls. <laughs> I guess both balls floaded. I don't know, whatever. Dan's so right about know. the jumping in that game. It's very, it's too floaty. It reminds me of the Matrix, you know, when he jumped up in the air and put his hands up like this and almost like stopped in midair. It's, it's not, it, it's, I agree. It's just, you want a game that's responsive and fighting games are supposed to be. You know, you hit something on the controller, that's where your player goes, that's what he does. And I felt the frustrations of what you were saying uh, with EX. So, all that being said, all that being said, it's still not on the list. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it deserves to be there is the point. So this is just, you know, it, it's all of this is always subjective, right? I don't care how many veteran game writers made this list. It's their opinion you know, what it boils down to. So, all right, Sean, what do you say? I'm going to go with another uh, really horrible one. Superman from the Nintendo 64. Oh, oh. That is on there. Oh. Very good. Superman 64, 1999. Oh. The only game that wanted to drive you to commit suicide. Because anytime <laughs> you failed a mission, we're not, we're not giving you a checkpoint. No, you're starting it back at the beginning of the game. Yeah, uh, Nintendo was just saying with his roots, but throw they made you do it the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible game. That's a game where you had to fly through the rings, right? Like <laughs> over. Yeah, you over start again. that, then you then you get a fighting mission, and even if you fail the fighting mission, go back through the rings again. It's like yeah, ugh. yeah, and it looked horrible. Like the graphics were god awful. Um, yeah, that's a great game. That's definitely terrible. <laughs> what do you say, Wales? What, what, what's some of your horrible So games? this one may or may not be on the list, but it scarred me as a child. And I've mentioned it on our, our show or something before. Um, me being young, having the NES first system, loved it to death. Huge Ninja Turtles fan. Couldn't wait to get that first Ninja Turtles game. 
and it was nothing like the cartoon you saw, the arcade game that I played at Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, it was so difficult. <laughs> and I mean, I just, I remember like, I just want I didn't want to play anymore. My, my parents were just like, we, that's what you, like you said, JC, we got that for you. It's what you wanted. I'm like, this is not Turtles. This is not the Ninja Turtles. You know, it's just like, they all have the same sprite. You know, there wasn't any color change for it. The only way you knew who you were was when you attacked with a weapon and it, you know, wasn't even that great of a thing. And it just, it was just awful. It just, I have PTSD still from my childhood <laughs> playing that game. <laughs> if you even look at the box art, all four of the turtles are wearing red bandanas. Yep. Yep. I mean, it just, that I should have known better looking at that. And I just, no, I was young and naive and had expectations. And <clears throat> yeah, it was so, awful. Yeah. And it would, like uh, you said, two whales, it was tough as nails, too. Because I tried to beat it, I did, and I—that's one of the ga- games I just—I just gave up. Yeah, like I mean, finally as a teenager, like I just kept playing it and stuff, just thinking I'm getting older and better. And I finally got past the damn water one where you have to go disable all the bombs and all that crap, mm-hmm. and move up. And then you're—it's just like a Grand Theft Auto one or two. You're just walking around aimlessly trying to go down manholes and see if that's the right <laughs> one you can go down and. It just oh, it was just awful. So I don't know if it's on the list that or not. Felt like it emerged from a manhole. <laughs> but doesn't it kind of piss you off now that there's a guy on Instagram who plays these, who does playthroughs every day, and he runs through this game like it's regular Mario. Yeah, because you know what I mean? he plays it, exactly and he shows me all these little tricks with like Donatello. Instead of hitting him from the front, turn around and let it hit you from the back, and it's a whole different. You know, the, the, it registered a whole lot different. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah six-year-old right. me wouldn't figure that shit out. I was not that smart. So, right. yeah. <laughs> None of us were. We all hated that game, and yet we all still played it. We all yeah. played that game, and that's that. I think it's a great choice because that's one of those games everyone played. It was awful, but it was we were so you know much diehard Ninja Turtle fans. It's like exactly. I gotta play this game. I mean, like if you're walking around as a Ninja Turtle, oh by the way, I just died at some random spot. Like yeah, a, a bat <laughs> in the sewer came out of nowhere and attacked oh. me and crap. It's like yeah, that was our only choice. That was the only solid Ninja Turtle game, if you want to call it a solid one. But turtle yeah. got taken out. Like you watch the show, taken out all these soldiers and everything got taken out by some electric seaweed. I'm like. This is stupid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I, I'm just going to read one off the list when it's my turn. Uh, so one of the ones I'm seeing here is Custer's Revenge from the Atari 2600. <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain why it's on the list. It's um, it's racist. It deals with American colonialism. You know, the object of the game is George Armstrong Custer has to capture the Native American girl and rape her. Rape her, yeah. And that's how you win. So it's just, it it sold extremely poorly. It was awful. It was an adult mystique game. Uh, It's just, I could totally understand why that's on the list. It's just, just such a bad game. If I'm not mistaken, isn't it listed as something? Um, gosh, it's like the the worst absolute game rated by what is it, was was a GameSpy or something like that. They they it was like one of the most shameful games. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, I think you're right. It was. Yep. Most yeah, I, remember, I remember reading that. That was like shameful. That's yep. a big word for a video game. Horrible, it's horrible, and it's just the can game you, is just garbage. Can you imagine being like a kid that's like seven years old getting that game for your, for your parents? And be like, this is a good history lesson for you, and then starting to play, and it's like, this is weird, mom. And then the mom's like, what is this? Get that cartridge out of here. You're never playing video games again. Yeah, the only catch is this is just one button, just push yeah. one button, does everything. Yep, yep, just so simple. He walked around with that big dick energy. It was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it got him killed too, didn't it? It did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinking with the wrong head on that one. Oh, man. Terrible. Uh... All right. What do you got, JC? There's so many to choose oh, from. Oh, man. Um... We talked about it ahead of time. We got to go with ET. 
I, I absolutely, till this day, even if I crank it up, I still don't know what the devil happens or what I'm doing other than falling in that darn hole and getting back out of the hole, which was hard as crap with that darn Atari controller. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad they buried those cartridges a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you ever see the documentary on that? Yes. Like they, they gave the guy like no time to, to make that game and put it out to market. And it was, um, I mean, he did the best job he could, but it just. But the thing is, it sold. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was just garbage. Well, yeah, just it bad. sold because everybody thought it was going to be what happens in the movie. Right. And when, when they got that, I, I don't know what would be the fat, if that was the fastest in history of video games of we want refunds. <laughs> well, Sean, you're so right. And I'm actually going to read another off the list based on what you just said. And it's from the same system from 1982. And I, that's the first time I think I cursed is when my dad brought home Pac-Man for the Atari 2600. And I was was so excited. I thought (laughs) it was going to be the arcade game. And I think it's the first time I went, what the fuck? My dad heard me say the F-bomb. So I got in big trouble. But I was, I just remember being so, he spent like 70 bucks on that game when it came out. And $70 in 1982 was a lot of money. And I just thought, I was never more disappointed in a game in my life. I'll, 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 I'll follow that Agreed. with uh, Christmas of 82. We went to church that morning. We left church early so that my very smart aunt could hook up my Atari because I couldn't wait. That was the same year I got uh, my He-Man characters and, and Panther and all that other stuff, Skeletor. Yep. And I went in the room and they hooked up my Atari and put that, of course, the cartridge came with the game at that time. Put <laughs> right. that nice little square blue blue and yellow cartridge in there and shoved it down and pushed the thing up. And I saw that little crazy purple and whatever screen for the demo and hit start. And my Pac-Man senses for playing the arcade, I know what Pac-Man sounds like. <laughs> I do not understand what doo-doo-doo-doo. I did not understand what that was at all. I'm like, this is not Pac-Man. He's no. eating a power uh, power hot dog because they were not pellets. They were just mm-hmm. long strips of bacon, I guess. And sometimes he only chewed <laughs> half of it. There's nothing wrong with bacon. It's fine. It's, the American that's version. Upgrade. It's bacon, bacon upgrades. Well, in that case, he had high blood pressure because that, that shouldn't have happened. It is so true. There was no fruit. There was a box with a different color box in the middle of it. <laughs> it just sat in the middle of the screen. But and it was... Wolf, Wolf just did say something very interesting. What's up? He got the game. Dad, uh, dad, and mom and dad purchased it for him for seventy dollars. God, what are we paying for video games nowadays? It right? hasn't changed after all those years. at all. Thank dude, I Lord, I bought Cruising USA. Cruising USA when it was first out on N64, super expensive. Like, like I want, I think I paid 90 bucks for it. Retail, 94. Yep. 84. Whoa. Yep. So, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation we can have for people saying, my video games are so expensive. It's like, whoa, hold up, bro. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's another one. Yeah. No, you're right. No doubt. All yeah, right. I felt the same way with Turtles like you did Wolf. Like you have those expectations, you know what you played, you played in the arcade, and then you get home, and then that's what awaits you. It's just it just crushes your soul. <laughs> it it did. I I felt deflated. I felt like I was I just remember I never was so disappointed. I, I just I, unreal. Did they redeem themselves for you at that point with Miss Pac? Um, I, I was, I felt redeemed when we upgraded from the 2600 to the ColecoVision and I was like, oh yeah, now this is what Donkey Kong should look like. Not that piece of crap on 2600. (laughs) Is that what with the red monkey up there in the corner? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I think it was the wrong way, wasn't it? 
Oh, it yeah, was backwards, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it was on the right, not the left. Yeah, yeah they mirrored it. <laughs> it was so bad. It was just, but you're right with redemption. I mean, ColecoVision, I, I thought I was in heaven. That That's the way the games should have looked in my head. And for 2,600, it was not so much. So what do, what do you say? Anybody else? List? I, I got a couple. I got a couple right, that I it. was just thinking about. So I'm going to say, sadly, that for you Mortal Kombat fans out there, I'm sorry, but Mortal Kombat, what is it? What was it called? Mythologies Sub-Zero? Yeah. Yep. That, one is, yeah. that is not good. There. That is not a good either, game. That one or even worse is Special Forces. So. Yep, they're oh, both yeah, on there. They're yeah. both on there. <laughs> Uh, I had a couple. Those are definitely throwaways. Uh, I had a couple, but I'll wait. <laughs> there, there's some pretty bad ones. My no, list. go ahead. Just shoot. There's no format. Okay. You could just, yeah. I, I'll put it this way. Any Nintendo game that came off the CDI. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see here. Uh, CDI. That's a yeah. lie. You, you might be right. <laughs> That's half the list there. You might be right. Yeah. It, it oh, says gosh. here. Zelda releases, CDI. And the Mario Brothers oh. were just... And the Mario Brothers, yeah. And Mario Hotel is on yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but as you were talking about a game that got horrible, that was great in the arcade, <coughs> and then had a horrible port. Let's not forget X-Men for the Nintendo Entertainment System. X-Men. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know. Genesis one too wasn't very good. There was a, there was a Genesis one was kind of iffy as well. That X-Men Genesis one. That yeah. was probably the better of the two, and a lot oh, yeah, of people definitely. bought that one, but they were still not good. <laughs> but the original NES one was literally a top-down brawler. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's a great one. It's not on the list, but it should be. It's a great one. I got two. Yeah, go ahead. Friday the 13th, NES. It's on there. Oh, garbage. Yeah. I Super I like good. that game though. I could I, I, it is bad. I agree. I agree. It's bad, but I like that game. It's just that's one of those games you'll always remember, and it's not like it's super negative, you know. But it's like, ah, oh, yep, you're gonna die. You know, you know why you like it? Terrible. You know why you liked it? Because that's a game you bought in between two games when you couldn't have any other one. So you're like, you're gauging that game's success on what you already had. True. Mm. And that's what a lot of people did. A lot of people games like Urban Champion. If you wanted a fighting game, Urban Champion was garbage. I'm just a bully walking <laughs> from block to block trying to knock somebody into a <laughs> with the Ninja Turtles in a in a pothole <laughs> and not get a you know and not get a, a base dropped <laughs> on your head. And yeah. the only thing you had was the same thing you got in Punch Out. Punch up, punch level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a yep. great one. What was the other one? Did you have another one? I just had Friday the 13th at Urban Champion. Those were my oh, favorite. and Urban okay. Champion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Urban Urban Champion's not on the list, but it should be. <laughs> the game is horrible. Um, I got one last one. Go ahead. If if my the la the last one I'll say so um, would be, and I might catch some flack for this one. It's a Neo Geo game, actually. Oh. Ninja Combat. Oh wow, yeah, that was oh. Ninja Combat was not good. And if you guys play it, I mean you can it's I guess it's kind of a side scroller beat on sort of, but yeah. just mm -hmm. I could not get over the fact that the main ninja characters are walking around like they're taking a dump the entire time. Like legs all spread, like they're it's I'm like, I can't get past this. Like, why do I have this super expensive arcade or this console and playing this hot garbage on here? So dumpster That's a really fire. good one. That's a good one. And I, Dan, I can imagine like for those people that Neo Geo, the games were like two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, at the yep. time. So if you got a game like Ninja Combat or whatever the hell it was called, you were pissed. Yes. Yep. That's a great one. All right. Anybody else? Atari twenty six. Well, Atari twenty six hundred Cannonball. Oh God! <laughs> I own that. Me too. <laughs> well, no. The sad part is, I, I was actually cleaning today, and I found my whole twenty six hundred collection of games. Oh wow! 
And it was in that case that had, you know, when you buy the thing, they had the extra case where you could put the console in it and you could stack the games all under it. Yeah. I found that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Did it have the wood grain front on it? Yes. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Heck yeah. So good. So here's one for Nintendo that's on the list. And it's, I actually own the game, but I don't, I swear I don't remember it. Uh, Bad Street Brawler oh, from 1989 for game. NES. Uh, it's, I, I don't remember it. I don't know if you guys remember playing it or whatever. Oh. I just don't remember that one. It was. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it was, it was kind of wannabe Final Fight before Final Fight, where okay. you couldn't hit anything to save your life. So it was bad. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. One, one I'm another? actually surprised that no one brought up was from the 3DO. Plumbers don't wear ties. It's on here. It's right here. That's a great game. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. 1994. Dan talks about that one a lot. Plumbers don't wear Man. ties. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. It's so funny. It's, no, it's funny, but it's still a horror. It, it's literally day in the life simulator for the 90s. I thought this one was interesting. Do you remember last week when Ad, uh, Adam brought this up and we were all like, oh, great pick. He said Rise of the Robots. Oh, remember yeah. he said that? Guess yeah. what? It's yeah. on the list. <laughs> no version, though, because on the PC, I love that game. Rise of the yep. Robots. PC on the was list. good. I, I know because I played that one. Yeah, on the PC, I played that way back, but I don't yeah. know about the other new, the other versions. Does it say what versions on there? Or it does. It, say it, title? it says all versions. The PC good. version of that game was awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of where I said. I disagree, you know, like there's a couple of these we're just going to, you know, not agree with. So there's one that you want to just run down it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, Okay. And then if you guys want to see any of them, whales could show you too. Um, (laughs) So alien colonial Marines from 2013 on the PS3, they, I remember like, it's just, it was glitchy and buggy and there was like so many problems with that game and people were pissed. I remember when that came out and it just got trashed critically. It, it was just as bad on uh, 360 too. They put the yep. PS3 version, but 360 was just as bad. It wasn't quite as glitchy, okay. but it was still not, it still was not good. Still bad? Oh, yeah. The, the memories of that game. Mm-hmm. Here's one that's on the Megacade that, <laughs> here's where I disagree. I like this game. I don't like what it stands for and what you're doing in the game, but I think it's fun. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to probably get and get chastised for this, but it's called Hatred. Uh, it's on PC. It came yeah. out in oh, two, yeah. 2015, and you play like yeah. a kind of like a Columbine, like a serial killer. You're just like killing everyone and torching things. and <laughs> Kind of like a postal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Postal's on the list too. Yep. Postal three. Yep. But isn't well, everything I mean, like got- that? Kill everything. Even Mario is kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, Grand, Grand Theft Auto. I mean, kill any everybody. of the Grand Theft Autos. Like for one. Okay, so I'm gonna be weird. So you're you're thinking about getting chastised. I'm gonna get chastised here too. I don't like Grand Theft Autos. I just don't. I can't get into them. I don't care what one it is. I just cannot get into it. Um, now. You, you have add a little twist and make it a little weird, like Saints Row, I'm down. But <laughs> that's totally different with running out of grandma with some big old floppy yeah. thing and hitting people <laughs> rather than pulling out a rocket launcher and shooting yeah. a bus full of kids. I just, yeah. there's, it's just something, something there. I just, I can't. Well, I think you bring up a good point, Dan. Like Grand Theft Auto is, it's fake, obviously, but it's more, realistic where saints row is is comedic and it's fun and it's funny and you get big heads and funny costumes and it's a movie yeah it's just it's it's i I agree with dan (laughs) (laughs) yes i got the limited edition saints row doing it hang on hang on let's see no way oh man the dubstep gun i can't believe you have that Dude, it has a, like a laser beam on it too. I don't want to shine it in the thing, but 
I can like shine the laser all over. Anyway. <sighs> that is awesome. I have too much of that weird stuff. So so Dan, let me ask, are you gonna send yeah. that to Ray? So um <laughs> convert it into a gun for IR? <laughs> oh dude, I never even thought about that. And you know what? I don't know if there's enough space inside there, but yeah, mate, that would be crazy. That would be that would be nuts, actually. That would be awesome. I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that now. You actually <laughs> you 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 had my attention. All right. Here's a few more off the list that were uh considered a disaster. A uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Did you guys ever play that one? Which system was that? The uh, that was um, uh, a PS3 and Xbox 360. Oh, is that, is that the one I think? It was just called Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's known as Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 because it was the absolute worst Sonic game that ever came out. It was so bad. Never touched it. Okay, I have it, no. and I can tell you it's it's absolutely horrible. Yes, I remember that game now. Yes, that was pretty friggin' horrible. Speaking of Sonic, we need to talk about that one at some point. Sonic Adventure. That is a great, great game. But I anyway. love that oh, game. Yeah. I love the second one, too. Yeah. Sonic Adventure the, 2. Dude, with my VMUs and bringing my show around and messing around with and growing your shows, dude, it was awesome. Yeah. Sorry, we're not supposed to be talking about good games, but you <laughs> said Sonic, so uh, got all excited. All right, here's a few more. Uh, Bubsy 3D for the PS1. Yeah, I agree. Bubsy. Yeah, I played it. Bubsy games. It was not good. Um, <laughs> Duke Worst Nukem Forever. Yeah, I have a... Like, you know, Duke Nukem Little Meltdown. Yeah, it was... It was raunchy, but it's also Duke. It's what you. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody plays Duke Nukem for a great gaming experience. <laughs> exactly. You're playing to, to blow stuff up, to hold up money and say "shake it, baby," and that's about it. <laughs> and, and have at one point someone yell, "I got balls!" Get a monster truck and you just run for exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the balls of steel all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, that's the thing. A lot of people will call them bad games just because they're not their cup of tea. Right. But, you know, it's that ludicrous moments in those games that make it what it is. Like, I personally did not like Brutal Legend, but with all the guest stars from the music industry mm-hmm. and Jack Black's, you know, offhand comments, were great but just wasn't for you yeah uh it was just one of those types of games that i never i didn't get too invested in that's fair here's some others um let's see a knack for ps4 did you guys ever play that one k k n a c k was supposed to be like the guy, I forget what his name is. It's the guy who created the architecture for the PlayStation. I think his name is Cerny, something Cerny. He came out with that game and it was just mm. not very good at all. Like you play this, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this big creature and you're, it's like a platformer and it's, mm. it wasn't very good. Um, let's see what else is on there. Leisure. Sh- Leisure, leisure suit Larry box office bust. <laughs> For Larry family, it's a Larry family. Cool. Yeah, that's another. Uh, you like it or you don't. Yeah. Here's a controversial one. Let's see what you guys think of this one. Resident Evil Six. Mm. I, I like what? Resident Evil Six. I, I was just. I'm that way too. I like Resident Evil 6. If I had one Resident Evil that I have problems with, it actually is Resident Evil 5. um, Because it was not a Resident Evil game to me. That was more of just like an action game. And then it totally lost me at the end. Don't get me wrong. I've played through it many times with a friend. But it totally lost me at the end when you have Chris Redfield, who it looks like he's freaking hopped up on steroids and cocaine (laughs) the entire time, punching a boulder to destroy the boulder with his bare fists. And I'm just like... (laughs) I. 
I, I got to look past. I got to look past. But yeah. six, I think, was better, really, game wise than than five. Even. I think I could yeah. agree with that. Totally agree. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, another Resident Evil game that's on here is the Umbrella Umbrella Cores Umbrella Core 2016 for PS4. I I don't think I have that. I don't think I played that, so I can't speak about it. Which is the one that had like the Spec Ops one, where you could pick different characters and you were umbrella agents, and it was th- online multiplayer. That one was it was fun. that. I think that was that one. Was yeah, that. Operation um, Raccoon City. Um. I don't know. That was that. It was Operation Raccoon City, and then there was another one that came right after it. Yeah, I think I think it was Operation Raccoon City that I like. Is that the re- online? Is one of them an online yeah. rail shooter? No, it was online like, on. third person, and you had different abilities. I know okay. I got to run and get mine too. I think I just was looking at it. <laughs> okay. Let's see, while they're going to get their games, uh, I'll mention another one or two uh, off the list here. Um, let's see. A Perfect Dark Zero from the Xbox 360. Yeah, they could have kept that one. Okay. That's, yeah, that's a hit and miss. I mean, it was based off a great franchise, and it had its spots, but a lot of the purists would say no. Okay. All right, here's another one. Shaq Fu. Oh, <laughs> Super Nintendo and Mega Drive. Get it out of here, man. No. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could all agree on that one. Get it out of here. Uh, let's see. Here's an interesting one, and I don't know. I, I've played it personally. I have it, and you guys all have it on the Megacade. It's called Universal Studios Theme Park Adventure for GameCube. Never played it. It's really bad. <laughs> well, well, I have okay. I had uh, a bunch of nieces that were growing up in that time, so they played all those crazy games like uh, you know Pokemon Channel and yeah, uh, like the U Star on uh, the three sixty. Uh, but they kind of like that stuff just because it was the off the wall batshit crazy stuff. So yeah. Let's see. Um, list is almost done here. Uh, let's see. Then let's there's see. then there's ride to ride hell. to hell. Retribution. Ride to hell. Do you guys ever hear that one? Yeah, that was supposed. To, wait, is that the one that was supposed to be um, a wannabe spiritual su- successor to Road Rash from? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, I, now, I don't have it. I never played it, but I saw some gameplay. It's on PC and PS3, and it looked so bad. Uh, Ride to Hell Retribution. Um, Muscle March isn't on there, right? You got to keep, we're talking about that. <laughs> talking about those, Muscle no, March no. better not be on that list. <laughs> it's not. WWE 2K20. Amen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fire. That is a dumpster fire if we ever seen one for sure. Okay. Oh. Uh, Fallout seventy six. Ah, okay. Yes okay, and no. So oh, what do you what do you say? Exactly. Yes and no. Go ahead, Sean. Okay, the game itself is fun, and, and this goes back to what I've said before. I love playing games. I love playing with my friends. I can't stand all the asses that show up randomly to troll you. The game had, okay. the game was a standard Fallout with multiplayer. However, every time you loaded into a world, there was always someone trying to be a dick to everybody else, mm. and that was always the big turnoff for me. They, they okay. So now we'll go back to the yes and no for me because I got it from launch. Um, mm-hmm. I pre-ordered it and all that, and so I um, I agree with you at launch. They've done a ton of things now that it makes it very very difficult for them to um, really cause any problems to you and troll you. Um, so that's one, what do we got? What's going on here? Oh. <laughs> I know what he's got. Yeah. Um, Those are the games he got at Burger King, right? Yeah, I gotta bring these up. They gotta go on the list, man. Sneak <laughs> King, I own like four, I think I own three of those. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I own them all. But, 
but <laughs> hang on, we'll go back to those. But Fallout 76, yeah. now it actually, if you play it, there's a lot more content that's there. Um, it's a lot easier to get into. It's a, it's a lot of fun if you actually get a bunch of people um, together with you as friends. And because mm -hmm. you can, you know, you make your own, you know, your own like house. So if you feel like not going and running quests, you can be like, all right, I want to throw my, you know, my uh, death cloth skin rug down here and I want to make my house bigger and you can do all that kind of stuff. So you can, it can be like, um, like almost like a creation type game for a little bit too. So you can like mix and match. Like, do you want to run and do a, like a raid or whatever, or do you want to actually work on your house? And you can't get trolled as much now with how they've made it where people can strike at you. They don't really take any damage. You won't take any damage. You have to strike back for it to actually be a duel or a fight. So, um, but yeah, I enjoy the game. It's just, it's just not as, it's, it's not what they had hoped or what I had hoped, but it's still fun. Yeah, there is one more good thing that I will have to say about that too, Larson. And, and that is, thank God they just released where you can have private servers. Granted, you yep. pay 15 a month. But to be able to have a world where you can go do your stuff and not have to be trolled. And you yep. can make it a little easier on yourself with getting more ammo out of boxes and whatnot now. <laughs> right. But it's, it's unfortunate, though, that you got to pay or know somebody on your... Um, on your friends list that pays for that $15 yeah. a month. Right. So, cause you can always join into their world and stuff, but somebody, you know, has to be paying for that. So it is an additional amount of money on a game. That's now what two, two years old now. So um, yeah. I still enjoy it. I'll kick it up every once in a while. Um, it's fun to just kind of roll around, but yeah. Throwing on power armor, just go through just destroying stuff. Yeah, I love getting gamers' perspectives on things because I can't agree with um, Dan more, you know, in how he described that game because the, the next two games on the list is exactly the way he described Fallout 76, and that's No Man's Sky from oh, 2016 man. and Cyberpunk 2077 oh. because when both of those games came out, they – People were revolting. They were rioting. They were demanding their money back. And both of those games now, after time and improvement and patches and all that stuff, I heard No Man's Sky is not even close to the same game that came out in 2016. No, as a fan of that game, that game has done a 180. And they have just kept adding better content now a, the ability to cross platform or cross play mm -hmm. um adding actual cities on the planets now completely has changed how you thought of playing the game before right so i guess it goes back to what dan said i mean you could get a game that comes out that's an absolute you know rotten egg and then with a little bit of polish and some time and developer love it could end up being a fun playable good game you know but I, I i could speak only of i never bought no man's sky but i did buy cyberpunk the day it came out and i was so disappointed i it almost chases i see his face it's it's the adult version of of how i was as a kid when i was seven or eight playing Batman <laughs> 2600. i was like wait what is this crap? This isn't what the magazines and the gameplay would like. I was so pissed. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one of the biggest letdowns I've had on a release. Yeah. It, it ranks up there. So yeah, mad. Those big expectations. Yeah. I, I don't know. Madden last year was pretty bad. My nephew bought it and he game share on the Xbox. And every Madden. You know, yeah. no, no, it was funny because. Like the second it popped up, me and him were like, okay, let's go go on and go do it online. We got into the game. I mean, first play, we had the head of the kicker stayed stationary. So we had that pulled back as the kicker was chasing me down. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's another thing too. You know, like new games coming out that are patched. But, okay, so not necessarily us. So don't take it that way. Um, we as gamers, though, us as gamers in general, consumers of video game products, we bring a lot of this stuff onto ourselves. We, it's really easy for us to victim mentality and say it's the developer's fault. 
but they're basically trying to fulfill what we are asking for majority of the time. We're screaming like, we need a new Madden. We need a new fill in the blank. We need a new Mario. We need a new. And so uh, like the, like the, um, the, what was a cyberpunk? Like they didn't want to throw it out, but then everybody's like, no, it looks like it's done. You got to keep it. And so they were like, nope, we're going to delay it because we know something's not right. They delayed it a few times. They knew something still wasn't right, but they started getting so much freaking black from us that it was like, all right, well, I'm going to put this thing out and then we're going to just know you guys, we're going to patch it along the way. And then everybody was like, you guys are garbage. We're doing this. Like that wasn't all them. <laughs> that was partially us too. So we need to remember that stuff when we're oh, talking about it, you know? Oh yeah. But I mean, uh, for in cyberpunk and I, I was reading, I followed a lot of it once it came out, they pretty much admitted the CEO and the, you know, the CEO pushed that through. <laughs> and said, I don't care, get it out. Uh, we're getting enough hatred. And the problem is, when it came out and it wasn't up to standards, you had all the people who were CD Projekt Red fanboys. And I'm going to use that term, diehard, because they were. Witcher's, Witcher's the best thing ever. And, you know, all of a sudden this comes out. You're like, well, it's still good because, you know, it's from CD Projekt Red. It's like, no, just admit, take the L and admit that it was a failure. It'll get better. But take that temporary L. Yeah. I kind of I like what Dan said, though, that sometimes game, like we're our own worst enemy sometimes, you know, that we want we want the best and, and, and you know, more improvements. And it's got to do, you know, we gamers put so much pressure on these development companies that the next game that comes out has to be so much better than the game that everybody loved. And that's a cult classic. And it's almost like impossible expectations, I guess is what I'm getting from yeah, right. what Dan said. Oh yeah. You know? So, and, and I'm part of that problem, you know, but just cause I'm such a, such a uh, avid gamer that, you know, I guess, you know, I want, the very best, you know, I'm shelling out 60, 70 bucks, you know, in some of these games, the, the cycle of time is four or five years, you know, I guess, you know, I want a good game. And when it, when a crappy game comes out, I'm pissed. So I don't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, in nature, I don't know. I mean, we've already had, we've already had flack when they just recently announced the Saints Row re, uh, reset. And you know, there's there's already been so much flack. Well, this isn't what Saints Row was. And it's like, oh, you know, they beat it to death. Let's find let's try to give a chance before we even say no. And yeah. let them take their time and get it right. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly with that one. Here's my challenge with releasing stuff though um some of the developers and i'm gonna i'm gonna call them out just because they piss me off almost all the time it's freaking ea um their business model of what they do how they churn out games has turned me off of franchises so much um i'm gonna give you a perfect example call of duties i will flat out say this to everyone else look you dead in your face i will not buy another call of duty game like i bought every single one almost every year as it went through all the way up through black ops what was the last one i bought black ops 2 Oh, um, Black Ops 2, but it started going downhill from Modern Warfare 2 was the pinnacle, in my opinion. Then it started falling off a little bit. Black Ops brought some good stuff out. Black, Black Ops 2 was, was still okay, but it started going downhill. But then it was like, we were just getting into Black Ops 2. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, we're going to have this new version that's coming out. And I'm like, hold up. And then I started realizing that they're doing it like Madden did. Another yeah. one of my irritations is having to buy a brand new freaking game every single year that doesn't have improvements to it for the most part i'm like all i want is new rosters that's can you figure out something you're gonna do new rosters and just give me the game that because you're putting out the same game i'm not paying 60 dollars for that and that's their but that's their model they kept doing it so i said flat out i am not buying another one i don't care how good warzone how good any of those new modern warfare ones are everybody's saying you need to get into this absolutely will not do it i'm done like done contempt jar full finished that's just me rant on that one. But that's one in particular that I think those games are awful now. And the main reason is because of how they did it business model wise. And I'm well, no, I know I'm not the only person that thinks that way too. Well, no, it, it's not just EA. I mean, Activision's done it with Call of Duty, as you said. EA's yep. done it with their sports games. 
Uh, Ubisoft has done it with um, Assassin's Creed, uh, Siege. Uh, you know, mm. we'll, we'll just keep churning out new characters instead of actually making a new game that wasn't even the game we initially per, uh, brought out to you. Because Siege was originally supposed to be Patriots. And, well, that got scrapped. Well, I'll hit you from a different angle. Same thing with those games, but around that time, those games started going away from the single-player aspect of a storyline to focus in on multiplayer. And so now... All of us who really liked going through the war or whatever they were, were dealing with, like you said, Modern Warfare 2, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I could care less about the multiplayer aspect of that game, but then multiplayer took over. And so now our missions are shorter, extremely short, finish them in a day, and everybody's concentrating on multiplayer and new maps. And to me, that's the redundant part of it. It's kind of like with the football. You know, I, I'm I'm glitching uh Madden that was me I love the Madden where we could glitch plays and you had to figure it out make it type a tech mobile type game at that point you know right. saw something you can make or really make a difference and whoever knew you knew and then it just became uh hurry up and rush it with you know let's make them look a little bit better and make them tackle a little bit different well now the tackle is not as good as it what it used to be and we call it hit stick at this point. And I'm like, yeah, that's great for a fumble every now and then. After two games, you're like, eh, I don't want to play it anymore. So let's and worry about the online version of it now. Yeah, and, and if you even go online, you, you only see people use from seven to 11 plays. Right. And that's their entire playbook for right. the yeah. online. And it's ridiculous. Yes. I want to say a couple of things. Like, Dan, I agree with you on EA. That is the mo- If you look it up, that is the most hated video game company on the planet right now is EA, just straight facts. And JC, I agree with you because that's how I felt with the last Twisted Metal that came out because I was all into the story of it. You pick the different vehicles with the different drivers, they have their backstories. You know, you play through the campaigns, you're trying to get your wish and all that stuff. Well, the last one, it was only three characters you could be. It was Sweet Tooth, Dollface, and Mr. Grimm. And they could be in any vehicle they wanted to be. You could have Sweet Tooth drive axles, and you could have Mr. Grimm drive um, Yellow Jacket. It was like the weirdest thing ever because they were like, we'll give you this storyline, which I mean, it was a decent storyline. The cutscenes were great stuff, but they were like 80 to 85% concerned about multiplayer and your online uh, experience. And when that game released, it was so bad because the servers couldn't handle the gameplay and the process that was needed. And I mean, it was, it was awful. Cause I mean, I tried it. I'm not big on multiplayer. I'd rather play a story or a campaign and all that stuff. And that's what twisted metal was to me. And so it was fun, but it was just, it was so broken. I mean, nowadays they finally have patched it. It's up to speed. It won't crash. You won't, you know, drive through buildings and stuff like that. But it's still just to me, it, it killed the gameplay because like you said, they want to concentrate on online and multiplayer things where that's not my thing personally. But I mean, is what it is. Yeah. Well, and that's what's cool about this whole group and the whole community is like, I am exact opposite. Like the time that I take and I play games, majority of the time it's multiplayer stuff. So I'm exact opposite, which is great, but I understand what you're talking about. Cause if I wanted to play some single player, I would, but I'm, I look for more of the multiplayer experience. And that's another one though, that was, that was bothering me because they wanted me to constantly buy new games for the same multiplayer experience. And I'm just like, no, no, that's not. So um, two different issues caused by um, us trying to just, you know, buy these new games and us wanting these new games. Like you want a new, new single story right? You want a new single storyline stuff and I want a new multiplayer stuff. So them trying to do that, it's an impossibility for them to use enough resources to get something out in the time frame that people are asking for. So they had to go one way or another. And now which way makes more money? Monetization of multiplayer, because then they, the the surprise mechanics or whatever they're calling the gambling now or open end stuff, that's where their money's at, right? Or like services where you, you know, pay $5 a month and it's just a re-up subscription. B-Bucks, Robux, Starbucks, all of that. Okay. Wait, wait. I'll, I'll say this because I know I'm going to get flack. <laughs> Fortnite original concept, the Save the World, yes, was a great game. Absolutely. Nobody played it because it came out the same time as PUBG. Yep. Fortnite goes, mm. well, we'll make our own version of PUBG. 
nobody ever plays that save the world mode ever. Nope. And it's such an int intriguing mo uh, version to play. These are some really yeah. interesting points. I mean, I love the dichotomy that Dan's talking about here. You have JC and Wales and myself. Now, you know, since I have met Dan, okay, and became friends with him the past two years or whatever, 16 months, I never, ever played multiplayer. I didn't want anything to do with it. I was totally... JC and Wales, give me the single player story. I bought the Call of Duties to play the single player stories. I don't care about going online and playing with people I don't know and all the stuff. Okay. And since I got into the group and the Manhattan Project, Dan's, you know, said, hey, you know, let's get this game on. Uh, it's called Split Second and we'll get online and, you know, we'll use JC's um, VPN and, It'll be fun to race one another. And I was like, yeah, guess what? I love multiplayer now. All right. I love it. And it, and, and that is the great thing about gaming, you know, whereas I was so set in my ways and now, and I just told Dan, I just bought dead by daylight. Yeah. I know it's an inferior game to Friday the 13th, but I bought it with the hopes at everybody on screen right here will play with me and, yep. and, and we could have our phones on and laugh and share a drink and share a laugh. And, but I and, think that's the difference Wolf is the fact yeah. that, you know, the, the conglomerate of friends that you're going to play with. My yeah. problem with multiplayer was jumping out here on uh said number three server where half the people who played the game, uh, who played the game 10 months before you even got it already on there and they find out every hack in the world and so now you've got to learn the game and try to find a way to beat somebody who's already super you know in that game especially with fighting games and that, i didn't mind playing fighting games online but now it's just like for what yep. oh, now for more combat too i can i can hang a little bit there but I had to find, uh, you know, the little app that we found just to play anybody in Mortal Kombat 2, the fight cave. Yeah. You know, and, you know, for that type stuff. But yeah, I agree, JC. I did the same thing with PlayStation 3 when I got the arcade collection. You can go online and do 1, 2, or Ultimate. And I mean, I did that because I'm decent at it. But like Will said, when you go in and you're just you're starting and what you're going against just random people that you don't know, it just, it just loses the fun factor and it makes you just not want to do it. So, I mean... I'm the same way, and now I love playing Friday the 13th. Larson has made that such an enjoyable <laughs> And Split Second is hella fun, too, and it's just because of you guys. It's just because you finally get a decent group of people that actually care about a gaming experience instead of about themselves or about being number one all the time and stuff like it. It's just, it's like we always say, it's the fun of the game. And when you get a bunch of people that have that mentality, I'm the same way. Like I'm only gonna do multiplayer if I go with you guys. If I get on there randomly, I'll I'll do games that I'm good at, which is for fighters, Tekken, and Mortal Kombat. That's about it. Other than that, I'm just gonna stay on my story modes. But I'll get multiplayer with you guys, no problem. Like at least I'm. It's a comfort level kind of thing. Right. Think about myself. I know going into playing split second, I'm gonna be last every race. <laughs> Not every true. Race. Every now and then, I'll go from last to second to last. You, you took me out one. Wait, I haven't joined you guys a split second yet. You don't know how bad of a driver I am. Well, <laughs> oh, boy. I'll give you a run for your money, trust me. Uh, but, but no, JC, you, you hit the nail on the head. Would I, would I play multiplayer just to go in there and get frustrated? Because, like, for example, with, with Larson and Wolf and everybody getting me into Friday the 13th. I would have been so pissed starting to play that game without having people that I knew that would play the game. Right. Especially because Larson and I went out in the first multiplayer match. He goes, there's going to be a whole lot of, uh, a little, whole lot of twinks, a whole lot of one fifties. Mm -hmm. They either know what they're doing or they're going to be running around with the chicken with the head. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and, I'll say this, no matter what, every game, if it comes to playing multiplayer, I'll, I will play with my friends. If you tell me that I'm going into a public lobby 
where it's me and one person in a room full of 40 people, I'll pass every time. Yep. So true. But I don't think, and, it, and it's really with me, it's not because I don't like the challenge. There is nothing fun about it. I right. just really do, you know, even when you went to the arcade, it was still a physical interaction between me and this unknown next to me that's got to perform on this yep. this thing yep. the same way I do. Yep. Level right. You're sitting to the couch and you said you got mods or hacks or whatever that destroys any kind of legitimate gameplay. Well, I watch my son in 2K right now, and he loves 2K, and he'll level up in 2K, and he'll get up to an 84 or 90 or whatever, and then I'll hear him and his friends say, oh, man, there's that dude, man. He is He's super whatever their terminology is for the of some gamer who is a, a true gamer in this. You know, he's that level, and they want to get on the court with him, and they'll sit there in the game and watch him play. And I'm like, I'm – I told him, I said, I told him and his friends, I said, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I said, you're literally virtually in the game watching somebody else play, and this is fun for you. How? Esports. That's exactly yeah. what esports is. There's a lot yeah. of people that but, like to watch other people play. It's just well, weird. It's a, I know I don't understand it either. It's a weird, I think it's a, a weird younger generation thing. Like well, rather than them watching TV, it's they that's do that. what's funny because I'm over esports in our school system. And I watch our players and they're garbage, but I can't say that. And I, I watch them play and I'm like, and we're playing, uh, we've got to the point now where they're playing Super Smash Brothers versus uh, Rocket League or League of Legends or Smite. You go in there and stomp them and it make, you make them cry. I don't even do that anymore. I, I, I went one day for Super Smash and I'm like, y'all ain't ready to play nobody at nobody's school <laughs> ever. Just don't even pick up the game. But, you know, uh, in a tournament with the school is fine. But they, they enjoy sitting there watching literally like the, the 2Ks, like just sitting there, oh, man. But it's a move you can create and do the same thing. It's not that they're that much better. They bought the same mod, they played the game, put the time in, and do the same thing. It's not like standing next to someone playing Street Fighter and my half circle uh, high punch is about six seconds slower than yours. Mm, no, or no. my timing of your landing in my foot sweep is perfect because I know exactly where to stand because I'm looking at a pixel in the background to make sure my foot is standing right there to guarantee that's going to happen. I said, your thinking is not like ours. It's different. I said, I don't know what y'all look at. Y'all look for green bars when you're pushing the button and stuff like that. I said, no wonder you're not really that good at this game. So you're not looking at you're not looking at the other part of it. And you got to go back to your older games to get that because we, we all played games where the danger is in front of you and there is no way around it, but through it. We have perfect example of racing games. They're yes, yes. over here and you're around here and I can go across it. And, and, you know, the most we had was a flute and you got the flute just to, to warp to another zone. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Like nowadays with racing games and stuff, how they have the like the brake lines and the acceleration lines. There wasn't none of that junk back when I was learning. It's like, no, that's not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. It's different. Yep. There was no brake lines in pole position. At all. (laughs) At all. How to drift and everything and charge things and whatnot. Oh, Operation Raccoon City. Is that the one you're talking about? I like this one. Look at that, JC. Yeah, what's up? I like this one. This one was fun. That's it. Yep. Hey, notice how it went from $34 to $18, $17 with the pro price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And you know what? And here's what here's what I did with all mine. So when I would buy it new and whatnot, so I still have the book perfect, but I would always take the sticker yeah. and put the sticker on the inside of my, the actual like sticker that's on the outside that you peel off. Right. Yeah. Along the edge, I would peel it off and stick it on the inside of the case. Nice. So, oh, that's, that's how I know I purchased it originally. Yeah, so. uh, well, I like that. All right, well, I hate to do Nerd. this, but I'm getting I, I'm getting hollered at, and my sons have come down saying that dinner I gotta <laughs> I gotta eat. So mm. I, you know, I could talk about this stuff till oh, man. forever. Yeah. But this um, was fun. This was fun. It's always fun hanging out with you guys. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I had a ball. And it's so funny how we talked about 
the worst games ever. And then we kind of like vacillated to multiplayer and like telling our stories on how we feel. And it's just, that's awesome, man. I love just hanging out with gamers, you know, where we share the same, same passions. And hopefully people watching enjoy it too. All right, Wales, you want to take us home? Uh, that's pretty much it, man. You covered it all. So uh, appreciate JC, uh, Dan, and Sean for coming in. It's been awesome. Love these these chats, like Wolf said. It's always informative. Love hanging out with you guys and getting the different perspectives. And that's what makes this group so awesome. So um, watch the video, guys, and stuff. It's probably going to be another long one. Uh, drop, drop some Drop some comments. Let us know if, what, what your worst games are and stuff that you play. There's a couple I didn't even get to mention yet and stuff. So, uh, I mean, they're out there. We all know everybody has opinions and stuff. So, um, let us know in the comments what, what you think and stuff, and, and we'll get on with the next one next time we can, all right? All right. Peace. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. Take care.